Watching my fellow Americans with your host, Mike. Yes, Owen. yes, yes. It's me. It's me. Keep clapping. Thank you for joining. Clap for the ponies and the cheesy bread. How would we know that you wanted ponies and cheesy bread if you didn't keep clapping? Welcome, to my fellow Americans. I am. Literally Spike Cohen. Guys, thanks so much for tu- tuning in uh, to this special end-of-year episode of My Fellow Americans with me, Spike Cohen. Uh, there is still a couple of weeks left to the end of the year, but I'm not sure yet if I'm going to be having another show by the end of the year. So this is this might be the final My Fellow Americans of 2019, end of the decade. This might be the last My Fellow Americans of the decade. This is, of course, a Muddy Waters Media production. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Anchor, Twitter, Periscope, iTunes, Google Play, Float. Check us out definitely on Float. Check us out everywhere. This is an amazing program. Be sure to share it. Uh, be sure to like us, follow us, five star us, hit the bell if applicable, and share this right now. Last thing I want is for you and your loved ones to miss a roughly hour long libertarian agitprop program. Uh, on a what a Wednesday evening so be sure to give the gift of Spike Cohen today kids love it this episode as always is brought to you by the libertarian dad bod calendar new special holiday pricing uh, be, you can get this calendar uh, which features me right there Spike Cohen uh, and Spike Cohen Spike Cohen Spike Cohen and Spike Cohen as well as 11 other sexy libertarian men for only $12 including shipping uh, and the money from that, the proceeds go to help uh, lots of uh, libertarian candidates um, across the country. Uh, $12, including shipping. And uh, you can hang this photo, uh, this sexy libertarian man, and, and many other libertarian men from your fridge or wherever you uh, hang libertarian, sexy libertarian men from in your home. This program is also brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, which is the fastest-growing food service industry-related caucus in the Libertarian Party. And now, now this program is brought to you by the Supreme Spike 2020 campaign. That's right. Your boy here is the vice presidential running mate to your next president, Mr. Vermin Supreme, pictured there with his trademark boot. So be sure to support us. Find out how you can help us at verminsupreme2020.com. And not only that, but uh, Vermin, I'm going to be uh, telling you shortly how you can help 
the campaign, not only to support the campaign, but also to help uh, homeless people in the uh, in the local Myrtle Beach Grand Strand area. So more on that in a little bit. Uh, so, of course, the intro and outro music to the, to this and every episode of My Fellow Americans is brought to you by the amazing and talented Mr. Joe Davi. That's J-O-D-A-V-I. Check him out on Facebook, SoundCloud. Go to joedavimusic.bandcamp.com. Buy his entire discography. It's like 20 bucks. You'll absolutely love it. Thank you again to Mr. Joe Davi. I'd like to thank Kroger for this delicious purified drinking water that I drink on this and most episodes of My Fellow Americans. Bulabanaka. Lachayim. Hanukkah coming up, guys. Shout out to Tehran Turks' mom and him as always. Guys, tonight's a pretty big deal. I have a a big guest for you. Uh, he's running for vice president with the Libertarian Party frontrunner right now. The frontrunner. In pretty much all, there are no scientific polls, as far as I know, of uh, of the Libertarian Party for their presidential pick. But he's winning all the online straw polls, and uh, in my mind, that makes him the uh, the front runner. Uh, of course, I'm speaking about Vermin Supreme, and tonight, in his very first interview since being announced as the vice presidential running mate to Vermin Supreme, he's coming on to my show. He is just a stunningly beautiful man. He is uh, a husband, a loving husband to a beautiful woman who is his wife. He is a uh, former business owner, actually current business owner, business co-owner. He owns a uh, libertarian media conglomerate, and uh, he has two uh, weekly libertarian programs that he uses uh, to promote the message of liberty and self-ownership and non-aggression around the world twice a week ladies and gentlemen my fellow americans please give it up for my guest tonight vice presidential candidate your next vice president me spike cohen hey guys how you doing so i was gonna uh initially i had an idea where i was gonna interview myself for like an hour and um i realized i uh, really did not want to do that and i didn't have a compelling reason to do that so i'm not going to do that instead what i'm going to do is talk about what got me into this campaign and uh why i'm supporting vermin supreme why i think you should too and then i guess also why you should support me so anyway be sure to comment with your thoughts and questions and as always i will let you know if you are right or wrong and in fact if you want to say in the comments i might actually open up the phone lines i'm considering open up opening up the phone lines i don't i don't know what you guys think about that but i may open the phone lines uh to get some calls in to see what you guys think of everything that's happening but uh uh so anyway so i'm going to Actually, let me just go ahead and do that. Let me open up the old phone lines so that people can call in. So if you want to call in, uh, actually, I'm going to hold off on that right now, and I'll, I'll do the call in shortly. Before I get started, actually, let me, uh, I had given you a little bit of a teaser about helping uh, the homeless and Vermin Supreme. 
Uh, so Vermin Supreme, in addition to being your next president, uh, is also a very big homeless advocate. He is a very big uh, supporter of people that are having a, a tough time finding a permanent home and uh, has a, a big heart for him. And, and so do I. I was actually raised that way to be very, uh, to have a big heart for the homeless and to try to help with the homeless. And to that end, your next president and vice president have a, a quite an opportunity for you. So Vermin has donated these 10 soft filament toothbrushes, which he has signed. You can see that he signed each one of these. And originally the idea was just going to be that we were going to, you know, split these up and, and hand them out to homeless people as part of a care package, which we still do plan on doing. But then I, I came up with the idea that, uh, well, how about we raise some money for the campaign and for uh, a homeless mission in this area uh, to help even more, not just giving the toothbrush, but also helping the homeless even more. And so the way that you can help with that, and I'll talk about this, I'll bring it up a couple times during the show, is uh, I came up with the idea of doing a 50-50 uh, split donation. So uh, what we have is with this, with this, with these toothbrushes, uh, if you donate $10 and I'm going to give you the link, you're going to be donating it to my PayPal. And then I will split the proceeds between the, uh, pony up for vermin Supreme campaign, which is vermin Supreme and my, uh, official, uh, campaign for the white house. Uh, and it, the other half will go to uh, dignity ministry, which is a, uh, local, um, uh, mission for uh, homeless people that helps with with the homeless. Um, if you give ten dollars, uh, I will sign uh, your put your name courtesy of your name, first name, last name, whatever you want uh, uh, there, and uh, donate that in your name. And then uh, the proceeds from the five dollars of it will go to uh, Vermin's campaign, to our campaign, and then the other half will go to Dignity Ministry. Uh, if you donate uh, twenty or more dollars. I will also sign this next to Vermin and uh, mail it to you. So you will have an official official Supreme Spike 2020 toothbrush. Um, so that's uh, that's something you'll have. And uh, the, the proceeds minus the cost of shipping will go half to Vermin's uh, campaign, half to, or I guess, our campaign. I need to start saying that. Half to our campaign. And the other half will go to, of course, Dignity Ministry. Um, so the PayPal is paypal.me slash Spike Cohen. Um, now if you want to donate more, you can actually go, uh, anytime to, uh, vermin 2020.com and press the donate button. Uh, they also have a, a button to donate with crypto so that you, uh, so that you will be able to, um, donate as much as you want of all that do of all that, that, that crypto coin you've been hodling. So hodl no longer. Your Bitcoin, your Bitcoin Cash, your Dogecoin, uh, your, I assume, Ethereum and Litecoin. I'm honestly not sure all that. I would assume Ethereum and Litecoin, but I don't know, like, if you've got, I don't know, Weedcoin or something, if they'll take that. I really don't know. But you can find out. And if not, you can give us a couple bucks. Um, so, yeah, paypal.me slash Spike Cohen. And uh, if you're just tuning in, $10 uh, gets you th this, one of these. Uh, toothbrushes given away to a homeless person as part of a care package uh, with uh, we will write courtesy of your name whatever your name is who's donated on there uh, and if you give 20 or more we will actually send this to you and I will sign it as well so you'll have the toothbrush for you and the, the half will go to the Supreme Campaign the other half will go to Dignity Ministry a, a local charity that helps with the homeless in the area um, so I will probably bring that up later but uh 
yeah, so um, we've got some. Uh, so what I'm going to do now is I will, I guess, go ahead. I'll open the the phone lines. So you have any, if you want to call in, you have any calls, 813-644-2722. Uh, in the meantime, let me go through the chat here. Um, so we got a question uh, from Bass. Uh, as vice president, will you fight to end immigration that continues to change demographics that affect legislation, uh, which attempt to take away our, free, our freedoms? Uh, so telling you who you can or cannot host, hire, or house on your private property is an inherent violation of your rights. It is also a violation of your rights to tell someone else uh, or to tell it's also a violation of your rights to tell you that you can't travel to any private property where you're welcome. So no, we would not be uh, we would not be limiting yours or anyone else's right to travel where they're welcome. Uh, nor do we buy into the idea that there are specific demographics that uh, are uh, unwelcome or un uncaring about freedom. Uh, if that were the case, uh, our, apparently our first group would to uh, keep out would be white people uh, who brought us the Republicans and Democrats. Uh, so no, uh, we would not be doing that. Um, but we will definitely be opening up, uh, your ability to host, hire, and house whomever you wish on your property, uh, and to go wherever you wish on your property. Um, so yeah, so just to give you a little bit of a, a, a background about what got me doing this, uh, what got me doing this campaign, uh, I've been talking back and forth with the, uh, Supreme campaign for a couple of weeks now. And the reasons that they thought it would be a good idea to bring me on as the uh, as their vice presidential candidate uh, were because they felt like I balanced out the ticket and that I uh, that, you know, Vermin Moore is more of a, a, a left anarchist and I'm more of a right anarchist, uh, which allows me to, um, you know, allows me to balance out the, the whole bottom unity concept. So for those who don't know what bottom unity is. Uh, if you've ever looked at those uh, political compass, uh, and I'm, I'm going to do this backwards because you're looking from here, but you've got your top left, which are like your com- your your you know state communists and state socialists. You've got your top right, which are like your fascists and Nazis and stuff like that. Uh, I guess closer to the bottom and center are like the Republican and Democratic parties. Uh, then down at the bottom left and bottom right, you've got your your libertarians, your uh, you know, uh, libertarian socialists, your left anarchists, your ANCOMs, your ANCAPs on the right side, and, and so forth. So uh, instead of having, you know, unity between left and right, which really makes no sense, because if you're a right libertarian, why would you unify with someone who thinks that the best way to achieve, you know, a- a- achieve the, the kind of economic conditions you want is to trample all over yours and everyone else's uh, rights. Same thing on the left side. If you if you want this more uh, to be able to live in a more egalitarian, sharing society, why would you want to align yourself with someone who wants to force everyone into some kind of a centrally controlled collective um, that you know doesn't help anyone? Um, and so the idea behind bottom unity is that we may not agree on what a post state or or much smaller state society would look like. But we can agree or, or, or whether we may not agree on whether there should be a very small government or no government at all. But what we can agree on is that we're all headed in the wrong direction right now and that the best thing we could possibly do is uh, is 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 open that up and um, and, and have a more uh, ha- be aligned with each other as libertarians. Um, and so that's the idea behind bottom unity. And in the spirit of that, uh, your next president, Vermin Supreme, has decided to bring me on 
as his vice president uh, so that we can share with the uh, with the libertarian delegates and then uh, hopefully once we get nominated with the American voters uh, our message of bottom unity um, and so we uh, and so that's what what brought me on and uh, also the fact that I have a, a fairly popular uh, two programs that I do uh, twice a week um, that uh, that you know to, to get more people in to, to talk about libertarianism on a, on a wider scale. Uh, the ability, the fact that I'm in the South, which gives me a little bit more reach in the Southern state conventions and things like that. Um, uh, so that's, that was sort of the idea behind having me on. Uh, I am attractive. I'm handsome, but not in like an off-putting, uncomfortable way. Uh, I'm just handsome enough. Um, what else? Uh, I have no risk of, um, uh, outshining him on stage. Uh, there's no risk that, uh, I'm going to, uh, overplay, uh, his, uh, his shtick while he's on stage. So that's a good thing. Uh, I have a winning smile, uh, which is important because we are pushing for uh, mandatory toothbrushing laws, of course. And um, how can you push for mandatory toothbrushing laws if you yourself have terrible teeth? So that was important. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's why they brought me on. Um, they wanted someone who was a, a passionate uh, uh, speaker for our rights and uh, and for our liberties and who uh, was comfortable doing it, and who had some good connections on the, I guess, right side of the spectrum, and of the libertarian spectrum. And so here I am, your next vice president. Again, if you missed it before, uh, we have a little promotion that we're doing to help the homeless in the, uh, in the, the Myrtle Beach area. Uh, we are giving away these toothbrushes to the homeless. If you would like to, and we got many more than these, it's, it's not just these 10, uh, but we've got uh, a lot of toothbrushes. We're going to be giving them away. If you want to uh, donate $10, uh, let me put that link up again. Uh, there's the PayPal. I put up that link again. Uh, if you want to donate $10, we will put your name, uh, courtesy of your name, you can just first name or your full name or whatever, uh, put that on there. And when we give it away to the homeless person so that they can see that, you know, Bill or Jill or whoever, uh, donated to, to it. And from that $10, $5 will go to the, uh, pony up for vermin Supreme campaign. Um, and that's our, our presidential and vice presidential campaign. And the other five will go to dignity ministry, um, which is a, a local charity in the area that helps with a local uh, mission that helps with the homeless in the Myrtle beach area. If you give $20 or more, we will, uh, I will sign this and we will give the toothbrush to you. Um, and, uh, that, and half will go to Vermin's camp, to our campaign and the other half will go to, uh, Dignity Ministry. So yeah, PayPal me dot slash, uh, PayPal dot me slash Spike Cohen. Um, so yeah, so I had my, uh, big announcement on, um, on, uh, what Saturday I had the, um, uh, in Nashville, I got to, speak in front of the Tennessee Libertarian Party and Nashville Libertarian Party and give my big, uh, give my big speech, uh, being welcomed in and, uh, um, accepting it. And during that speech, I unveiled, and if you haven't watched it yet, uh, I have it here for you. I unveiled my, uh, my, uh, my, my a, a bold plan that I have. I'm, a, I'm an anarchist, like, like Vermin, I'm an anarchist. I, uh, I do recognize though that in the spirit of the Dallas Accords, which is an agreement in the Libertarian Party, uh, not to for the party itself not to ever explicitly call for keeping the government or eliminating the government. It's sort of a, a, a an alliance between 
maybe the the original bottom unity between minarchists and anarchists. Um, and in the spirit of that, and also in the reality that I, as vice president, I won't simply be able to snap my fingers and make government go away. Um, I have uh, created what I believe is a pretty good compromise, um, because we do know that compromising uh, with sociopaths who want to enslave the world is the best way to achieve positive change in our time. Um, and so I've come up with a, uh, I think, a pretty good compromise, which I call the verbal agreement for an even better America. Uh, this is a verbal contract that I'm making with you, the American people, uh, that if we get elected to president and vice president, um, these things, these 10 things uh, will happen uh, or else I will resign and be replaced with Baby Yoda. So there are 10 things here that will happen. So every 10 days on average, one of these things will happen. In addition to Vermin's uh, four-point plank, which is the free ponies, the uh, mandatory toothbrushing, uh, harnessing zombie power for uh, perpetual clean energy, and going back in time to kill baby Hitler, I'm also adding these 10 uh, things to the plank. So uh, number one will be eliminating all federal taxes, tariffs, and fees, and replacing them with a lottery, uh, where the winner gets to sign the Constitution— uh, and or the face of any politician of their choice. So they can actually do both, uh, or they can just sign the uh, politician's face, or just the Constitution. So that would be pretty cool for them. Number two, uh, also going back in time to kill baby Woodrow Wilson, uh, which ultimately makes killing baby Hitler unnecessary, but we're still going to do that too. There has been a question. There has been a question as to whether if we killed baby Woodrow Wilson, does that create some kind of cascade effect where someone even worse than Hitler comes to power? Uh, rest assured, if that happens, uh, we will uh, kill them as a baby as well. Number three, and this is a for, for anyone who's been following uh, this show or the Money Waters of Freedom or just any Money Waters media program, uh, including uh, Mr. America, the Bearded Truth, anyone who knows us, the Money Waters crew, uh, knows that this is a central part of our platform, uh, which I'm now grafting into the Supreme Spike 2020 platform. That is, of course, the full legalization of recreational plutonium. This is serious. We are going to have recreational plutonium in our time, and it's going to be a much bigger deal because once uh, we are getting all of our energy from zombies on giant hamster wheels uh, chasing a brain that they can never get to, what are you going to do with all this plutonium? Well, that's where the recreation comes in, my friend. So that's going to be a big deal. Uh, number four, free cheesy bread with the purchase of any federal explosives permit. This is a big deal. And I was asked earlier, what kind of cheese? Uh, it's whatever cheese you want. So you like mozzarella? You like uh, a gargonzola? Uh, you like, uh, maybe maybe you're a hard, like an aged cheddar. You like it sharp. You want a sharp cheese. Maybe you like Havarti. Havarti's nice. Maybe you like American because there's something wrong with you. I don't really care. I mean, technically that's not a cheese, but... I mean, you know, it's your bread. You can put what you want on it. Thank you. Uh, so, you know, that's the, uh, that is what the, that's what we're going to be giving you. So free cheesy bread. What, what is this? Free cheesy bread. Uh, number five, developing bullets that instead of harming you do helpful things like uh, relieving headaches, clearing up nasal congestion, uh, thereby finally bending the cost curve on healthcare once and for all. Now, friends, if you're like me, you've seen the rising cost in healthcare and health insurance. 
and uh, you keep hearing of people getting shot. Now, how would you like to hear about a bunch of people that just, you know, had their headache go away? Maybe it cured them of cancer. Maybe it cleared up a, a rash they have. Maybe they have some kind of, you know, I have MS. Maybe, maybe there's an autoimmunity bullet. You know? So we're going to work on that. It's going to be a Manhattan Project for healing bullets. Uh, number six. Uh, this is possibly my favorite, uh, and, and I think you'll see why shortly. Uh, number six uh, requires police officers to sing the Barney theme song to anyone they arrest, uh, along with their Miranda rights, of course. Uh, and the suspect will have to be released without charge if the arresting officer fails to sing every single word to that song in key or in any other way does not convey themselves as a convincing Barney. Now, people have said to me, well, that means they're going to have to wear an outfit, right? Well, yeah. And they're going to have to do the voice. If at some point they break character and can't keep the key, the perp's going to be able to say, hey, look, I'm not feeling Barney vibes, officer. And they'll go, well, I guess I've got to let you go then. And, uh, and that's how that's going to work. Uh, I was asked if I'm going to sing this, the Barney song. I am not. Um, number seven is retrofitting your ponies with 20 millimeter Vulcan cannons. That's a big one. That's a big one. You don't have now someone said, what if I don't want my pony to have a Vulcan cannon? And that, that was a valid point. And the, the, the short answer is you don't have to, uh, have guns on your, on your, your pony. If you don't want, this is a, this is a, a negative, right? Not a positive, right? So, uh, oh, and also someone said, what about a 40 millimeter uh, grenade launcher instead? We'll see what happens. I don't want to promise something unrealistic to you, but we'll see what happens. I would be in favor of it, but ultimately all of these things are going to have to go through Congress. So take it up with the obstructionist Congress. huh? Um, number eight, waffle houses on every corner. And this, of course, is a blatant act of graft and cronyism to the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus for purely political purposes. I, as the all-star special of the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, or ASS of the Waffle House Caucus, uh, pushed hard for this to myself, and I told myself, okay, so that's why that's happening. Um, And then nine. Uh, Number nine is impeaching every member of the Supreme Court, and replacing them with a janitor. His name is Reginald, and he will be our king. You know, someone asked about term limits for Congress, and I think, you know, better than that, how about have the janitor decide everything as king? And you're probably thinking, what do you need a king for if we have a president and vice president? But the thing is, we're going to be time traveling a lot. And, you know, we're not going to be here all the time. And, you know, we're going to be out killing lots of babies that eventually become tyrants. So that, you know, we go back in time and make right what once went wrong. We're not going to have time to, you know, be here doing a bunch of stuff. That's what you need King King Reginald for. Now, I know what you're... Some people have said, well, but if you're time traveling, you can just come back to a split second after you left. To which I say, you're overthinking this a bit. And of course, number 10 is 
a badger. Literally just a just a badger. It's just a badger. It's just a it's just a badger. Um so that is the um that is the platform basically. Um and um you know, it's a it's a it's I think it's a common sense platform. I think, you know, you have to face hard realities, right? We have to face, you know, some very very hard realities about what can and can't get accomplished by the president and vice president. It's just one branch of the three branches. Now, once King Reginald uh, controls that third branch, that will definitely make things easier because Reginald likes us. We're friends with Reginald. We go back with Reggie. Us and Reggie go way back. Uh, But you still got that Congress. Still got that Congress. You saw what they did now. You know, they're, they're impeaching the current guy. Maybe they'll try to impeach us. So you gotta you gotta tread carefully with Congress, with the obstructionist, do nothing Democrat Congress. Uh, you gotta be careful with those guys. So you know, I feel like what we have here, which is ultimately fourteen platforms, we've got some other stuff like, oh, you know, we're gonna take away your guns and give you better guns. Um, that's a that's a popular one with the uh, the NRA crowd. Um, actually, it's not popular with the NRA crowd because the NRA wants you to buy guns from their rent seeking gun manufacturing lobby. But the uh, the people that the the the, the Black Panthers and the GOA really like it um, because uh, again, if you're going to have something retrofit onto your pony, you don't want it to be the, the you know affordable stuff that you have now. You want it to be something serious, military surplus. And when we abolish the military, there's going to be a lot of surplus. You know these uh, these Abrams tank cannons aren't going aren't you know going to fire themselves. You know what I mean? 120 millimeter smoothbore. They don't just, they don't just, you know, you know what they say, guns don't shoot themselves. People shoot them on their ponies. So we're going to help facilitate that. Common sense stuff, common sense legislation going on. And of course, the badger. It's just a badger. People ask about the badger. It's, it's just a, it's just a badger. So, let me go through the comments here, see if anyone has any questions. Um, Jacob LaBelle said, I heard he's a jerk. I don't know if that's me, but that's correct. Um, Jason Lyon, man, this stream looks extra vice presidential. Thank you, Jason. You used to have a, a great show too, I heard. Uh, Jason also said, what about power bottom unity? How does that work? I actually have a, a diagram uh, that has been censored every time I've tried to bring it up. Um, so I can't show that to you. Um, but it's, it's kind of... I get the best word to describe it is perpendicular. Perpendicular. I'll inbox it to you later. Uh, oh, the uh, oh, that's what this was. Okay, so uh, my co-host on Muddy Waters of Freedom, Matt Wright, has asked me to inform you that the Democratic-run Do Nothing Congress has done something. They have voted to uh, impeach. Donald Trump. They voted uh, 228 to 185 with um, all Republicans voting no. Actually, it's not true. Uh, 14 Republicans did not vote. Uh, all but two. So there were two Democrats voted no. Uh, one voted present. 
and and three didn't vote. So, yeah. So now Donald Trump has been impeached, making him the third president to be impeached. And if you want to make that a solid rounded four and even four, you vote for for Vermin Supreme and Spike Cohen because we will definitely be impeached. We will absolutely be impeached. In fact, if you don't like me, best thing you can do is get me and Vermin Supreme elected to the White House so that we can be impeached. We're a nation of laws. I did not make the rules. If you want me impeached, I have to get elected. I didn't make the rules. Now, I don't know what you're going to impeach me over. What? Loving people so much that I, I killed baby Hitler with my bare hands? I'm sure the, you know, Holocaust-liking lobby will support you in that, but I don't know if anyone else will. The difficulty will be if I kill baby Hitler, no one will actually know who Hitler was in our time. And so when I come back and I'm like, I stopped the Holocaust. And all these people are going to be like, what the hell's the Holocaust? So that could be a problem. We're going to have to work on that. I think we may have to take some like video evidence and say like, this is what we avoided. This is what we prevented from happening. And just, you know, hope that you guys trust us. You just got to trust us. We're with the government. You can trust us. Uh, let's see what else we got here for comments. Um, uh, King says, hi, Kingsley Edwards. Hey, Kingsley. Uh, and let's see what else we got here. So uh, Shane Battles. Hey, Shane. Uh, asks Pepper Jack. I assume that means the cheese. Yes. Pepper Jack. Colby Jack. Just Jack. Any, any of the cheeses, go go to your local, you know, Kroger, Walmart, whatever. Go down the aisle and look at all the cheeses. Any of those. Really any combination, too. You know, maybe you like to, maybe you're one of these five cheese guys. I don't know why five became the magic number, but, you know, for a while it was three cheeses. Remember? Three cheeses. What kind of pizza is that? Three cheese. All three of them. And then someone was like, <laughs> you think that's something? I added two more cheeses. No one knows what they are. No one knows what the five cheeses are. It's actually different every time. We could just have random cheese, you know, like, uh, you know, house choice. You get the federal explosives permit and then you get the cheese and you get the cheesy bread and you're like, well, what kind of cheese is this? You go, that's a surprise friend. You could choose that. You could really choose whatever you want. Um, you could really choose whatever you want. The only thing I'm not prepared to, 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 to promise you is the 40 millimeter uh, grenade launcher on your on your pony because that's I mean you got to pick your battles here um and uh Jason says can we get Fremunda cheese Shane says I'm with Jason free Fremunda for the gen prop google that because I feel like that's a joke yeah that's what I thought if that's what you want on your bread Shane and Jason I will not judge you. I certainly will not judge you if that's what you choose. Uh, Mariel Santiago Lugo says sometimes, no, not repeating that. We don't repeat vulgarities on this show. Uh, Shane Battle says if we get the ponies and we have to kill baby Woodrow and baby Hitler as well, can we talk, call the team Rambo Riders? That's a good working title. We actually haven't gotten that far. Um, we have some fan art depicting us going back in time 
baby blood all over our faces. But, but we didn't have actually have a name yet. Jason answered uh, that question, which I found out. Thank you. I, I, I have access to Urban Dictionary. Thank you. Um, Doug Crawl says, the Badger sold me. I mean, listen, if this doesn't melt your heart, like the cheese that's going to be on your bread, then I don't know what to tell you. Do you have a soul? Maybe. That's between. That's up to you and your your faith system, I guess. But uh, I certainly want to, wouldn't want to find out. Um, so, guys, again, if you're t- just tuning in, real quick, I keep bringing this up occasionally, trying to help the homeless here. Vermin Supreme has signed these toothbrushes and many more. We have a ton of these toothbrushes. We're going to be giving them away. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, if you donate ten dollars, uh, we will. Oh, let me put up the link. Uh, if you donate to me $10, I will sign, uh, put your name courtesy of with your name on it uh, here and when, when we give it away uh, to the homeless and as part of a care package. And um, it will, um, uh, from that $10 donation, five of it will go to the Pony Up for Vermin Supreme campaign, which is the our presidential and vice presidential campaign. The other five will go towards the... Um, will go towards a, a, a local uh, charity called Dignity Dignity Ministry, uh, which helps the homeless in the local Myrtle Beach area. And Myrtle Beach area has a lot of homeless people, um, like most areas now, unfortunately. It's, it's a growing problem, and uh, they need help like everyone else. And so it will go to that. If you give $20 or more, then we will actually mail one of these to you with Vermin's signature and with my signature, VP Spike Cohen, over on the side here and we'll mail that to you and for that $20 or more donation uh half of that will go to uh, or I guess half of that minus the shipping cost will go to the vermin campaign and the other half will go to uh to uh dignity dignity ministry um so again paypal me paypal.me slash white cohen and just be sure to if you donate 20 or more be sure to give me your mailing address so I can mail you your toothbrush. Um, so yeah, so that is what's been going on from uh, what's been going on with the campaign. Uh, so the schedule right now, uh, we have a bit of a uh, a lull right now because you're uh, because we have um, the holidays. Uh, but then starting in January, I'm going to start hitting the conventions in the local area. Uh, I plan to be in uh, Georgia on the 18th. Uh, I ex- expect slash hope to be in uh, uh, Atlanta for the uh, uh, Libertarian Party uh, of Georgia convention on January 18th. Uh, on January 11th is the Libertarian Party of Tennessee convention in Nashville, where I just was. I'm hoping to be at that. That's on the 11th. Um, let's see. There's Kentucky. There's Alabama. Those are both in March. Uh, the New Hampshire primaries uh, are going to be uh, in February, I believe the 11th. So I, I'm expected, I'm hoping to be up there for that. Uh, so I'm going to have a very, uh, very busy uh, schedule the next uh, few months heading into the uh, Libertarian Party National Convention in Austin, which is on the... Uh, May 21st through 25th of next year. 
of next decade. A decade from now, I'm going to be hitting the uh, hitting the old convention trail. So if you're at any of these conventions, um, then uh, I'll see you there. If you're in the Southeast and New Hampshire. And probably other ones. I have a feeling I'm going to get sent to a lot of these different state conventions. Uh, Justam Zhekov uh, said, can I call in with an actual question? Yeah, sure. 813-644-2722. Be sure to call in. Um, let me just make sure it's up. Yeah, it's up. Um, and so in the meantime, let me start going through. I got a bunch of follower questions I had put out asking if anyone had any questions for me uh, in the run-up to this show. And boy, did I get a lot of questions. Um, let's see here. Uh, so the first question was, will you resign your position as the all-star special of the Waffle House Caucus in order to avoid potential conflict of interest? No, I will not. Here's what I did do, though. Um, we have chosen to, because the caucus has made some endorsements. We enjo- endorsed uh, Tyler Smith uh, for the, uh, for his, uh, st- uh, state house run in South Carolina. We endorsed, uh, Risa Willis for her state house run. Um, and we, did we endorse that? We've endorsed, uh, Ryan Teeter's, uh, 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 design for a tar- a, a tartan, uh, a, uh, a Scottish tartan, uh, for the, as the li- uh, official libertarian Waffle House tartan. We endorsed the dad bod calendar as the official calendar of the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. I feel like we made some other endorsements. I feel like we may have made some other endorsements, but I don't remember now. But we have decided, as tempting as it was, to wield the extreme raw power that I have as the head, the all-star special, the ASS of the Waffle House Caucus. I chose against that and decided in the uh, spirit of magnanimity and good faith that rather than having the caucus go from the awesome place it is where we talk about waffles and donkeys and all sorts of fun stuff, have it devolve into, uh, to avoid having it devolve into some kind of constant partisan bickering between people, supporters of the different, uh, libertarian presidential candidates, we have chosen instead to stay neutral and to uh, and to just allow you to support who you want to support with the idea that we are a hard no on Lincoln Chafee or any of the warmed over Republicans that and tem- Democrats that some people think would be a good idea to lose again with. Because you're not just losing the general election, you're also losing the battle for the hearts and minds of people who are increasingly disenfranchised and dispirited and just disgusted and done with the Republic, both Republicrat parties. And rather than giving them a bold alternative that is not just warmed over Republicanism or warmed over Democratism, let's give them something real and bold and radical and audacious and all of the other adjectives that we like. And so that's the, uh, in the spirit of that, that's what we are, that's what we're doing. We're staying neutral, but don't, don't try to bring in a Chafee because we, 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 we are against, we are the anti-Chafee caucus as well. And so, um, so yeah, 
Uh, I'm also the founder of the uh, Baby Libertarian Caucus, uh, which is a caucus where we uh, try to share uh, libertarianism with Lincoln Chafee and watch as he becomes horrified at what libertarianism is once he reads past the uh, preamble or whatever he read. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, the answer to that. Uh, someone asked, how do you plan to address the fact that vermin is a leftist and you are a capitalist? That's actually, a, that's, that's a feature, not a bug. Um, as I said before, this is about, about oh, uh oh, got a, got a call. Uh, let's see who this is. 612 area code. Thanks Control, for calling. Don't, don't try to bring in a chafee because we, 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 we're can, against, we're the anti-chafee. Here, um, well. can you, and, uh, so, turn down your. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hey, who's this? Did I call the wrong... This is Jacob. Hey! Did I call the wrong number again? Uh, I don't know. Who are you, trying to, who are you, who are you looking for? Spike. Spike Cohen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I've got great local... news for you. You're looking for the local Jew? The local Jew. I have some great, excellent news for you, friend. You are speaking, in fact, with the local Jew. How are you doing? I'm well, sir. How are you? I'm doing amazingly. I am full of vim and vigor, just living the dream. What's going on? That's awesome. No, so, um, you know, I, I don't like to uh, just rattle around this libertarian idea in my brain. So I listen to um, certain leftist things during the day. Okay. Um, what's the uh, uh, Amy something Liberty Now are you familiar with it? I've I've heard of her. I don't know if I've ever actually caught her program, but I, I know who you're talking about. I just just because my my friend has a a, a morning show on on a, a station that carries that program. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I've been listening to it, and um, something has come into my mind that is interesting because I, I see it as a plan from. Uh, you can call them leftists or you can call them Democrats, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like the Pelosi party has a, a really interesting strategy to uh, actually not only uh, impeach Trump once, but several times and add those impeachments up into a, a lack of um, confidence. Uh, it's like, you know, kind of like what happened with Nixon, but it's going to take a little bit more time okay. because there's at least there's, there's probably at least eight more charges that the Democrats can um, indict Trump on, uh, you know, one of them being something as plastic as just racism, but also uh, one that is actually very interesting, which is self-interest. Okay. Uh, and and there there is actually some evidence where we could where not we where uh, 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 a certain amount of government could actually impeach and prosecute uh, and, and plausibly even um, find him guilty of a high crime or misdemeanor. Right. And so what I'm thinking is. I mean, I've been blown away by this whole thing. Like, they're going to indict him on saying, like, hey, can you investigate this guy? Right. Which 
there, there's really no proof. There's, there's no real quantity of proof that that is a high crime or a misdemeanor. Uh, but it's from what I'm hearing on the left, when, when I actually listen to leftist programs, it's sounding like what they're trying to actually do is just toxify the guy. Right. And of course he's toxic. He's, mm-hmm. he's toxic. And as much as they are, they're, they're horribly toxic. Uh, I don't know. I mean, do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're, you're saying, do, do I think that the, the strategy is less about actually trying to get something to stick to him and more about just trying to make the idea of him even being president so toxic that people won't vote for him? Right. And then, and then uh, eventually they'll, they'll just make uh, Republican senators that much more toxic and maybe they'll start impeaching them right. as well. Or, or, or even just because they are being associated with this toxic thing, they won't get reelected because, you know, the idea that they're building this case that, you know, anything, anyone tied to Trump is bad and is toxic. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So the first of all, the official uh, uh, Supreme Spike 2020 position on impeachment that I'm making up right now is that uh, uh, everyone should be impeached uh, in Absolutely. all three uh, branches, um, except for us, except for me and Vermin, um, because you can totally trust us. Uh, but that will actually make things much easier uh, once we are in. Uh, control to do all of the things we need to do both here and in various timelines. Uh, specific to your question, though, I think the thing is that, you know, you may have something there um, that they're trying to, you know, this is about politics. And, you know, let's be clear that uh, because a lot of times people will say, they'll start saying, you know, well, in a trial, you get to meet your accusers and they keep comparing it to a criminal trial. And it's not really that way. This is not a legal or criminal action. This is a decidedly political action. Uh, uh, one branch of, 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 of government uh, voting to either remove or not remove uh, the head of another branch of government is a decidedly politically charged action. So, you know, the, 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 the idea behind, I under, as I understand it, of what they're charging with it is essentially that he uh, illegally, in their mind, threatened to withhold uh, funds that had already been allocated for something for this for the Ukrainian government, uh, with the idea that well, you know, we'll let it go and give it to you if you look into this other thing, um, and also that he obstructed Congress, uh, in or yeah, obstructed Congress in their invest- investigation. Um, ultimately, because there isn't a, an actual smoking gun, there's just a preponderance of evidence. There's a lot of plausible, and, and because of the fact that. Most Americans, most voters get their views in a highly partisan skewed way. Republican voters don't care. It could be a lot worse than what they're charging him with. And they don't care because they've been told that Donald Trump is amazing and to just go along with it. In the same way that, that Democrats are told, you know, this is the worst thing ever. We absolutely need to get rid of him. Uh, and if it were Republicans uh, who had been trying to impeach Obama, it would be the other way around. Fox News would be saying he's the worst president ever. We absolutely have to get rid of him. And the uh, you know MSNBCs and and you know 
uh, CNNs and whatever would be saying, you know, Obama is the greatest president and this do nothing obstructionist Congress is just trying to, you know, railroad him or whatever. So because of that, there's not a lot of incentive for Democrats and Republicans not to vote party line, which is why on the Muddy Waters of Freedom, uh, Matt and I have been saying since this all started, since before it started, that it was kind of a foregone conclusion that he was going to eventually get impeached in the House, which just happened, yeah, I don't know, a few minutes ago, uh, and that he was not going to get acqu- he was he was going to be voted to be acquitted in the Senate because the Republicans control the Senate and because it requires like a I, I believe no it's yeah no it requires a two thirds vote to uh, uh, acquit or to 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 prosecute in the Senate that wasn't going to happen so you already know what's going to happen. Um, speaking to your question about if this is a strategy to make him toxic, um, maybe, and I don't know if it's going to work. The thing with Donald Trump uh, um, is that everyone already found him either toxic or they loved him. By t- by November of 2016, everyone already had an opinion of Trump, with the exception of a very, very tiny margin of people that, in my mind, isn't enough to make a difference one way or the other, um, which is why... Jason and I have said that uh, 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 if you do not nominate, uh, or Jason, uh, Matt and I have said, uh, or actually I've said this, Matt hasn't said this, I've said this, uh, if you do not nominate me and Vermin Supreme to be president and vice president, Donald Trump will be reelected. Because there's no one that the Democrats are offering after they finish bludgeoning themselves uh, that that they're going to be able to unify sufficiently behind to to beat Donald Trump in the the Electoral College. so unless unless a recession happens between now and 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 the election, or uh, Vermin and I are are nominated to be vice president and president in the in this of many in this as in addition to other timelines, uh, then I, I see him getting reelected. So did that answer your question, or did you? Leave? Yeah, man. Oh. Uh, for for the most part, yeah, totally. It, it totally uh, answered my question for the most part. Um, my my only other question is for history is why did we not impeach um, George W. Bush, uh, Bill Clinton, and uh, Obama? Oh, so that's an excellent question, uh, um, and thank you for that. Uh, perfect example, uh, uh, Jacob, of what of what we're talking about. So we're talking about political actions versus legal actions. These are politically dis- skewed decisions. There would be a lot of support for impeaching Donald Trump for prosecuting wars illegally without congressional oversight or approval, uh, you know, for uh, his administration um, uh, doing uh, warrantless surveillance uh, and warrantless spying on American citizens, um, all sorts of things. The problem with that is that you would have to do what Vermin and I say to do, which is impeach him, impeach, have, have already impeached Obama. Bush, uh, uh, Clinton, Bush, probably back to Reagan, and for some of this stuff, even further back than that. Um, You'd have to impeach a lot further back than that, and you'd have to impeach the people in Congress for doing it. So instead, in in my mind, this is similar to uh, you've got a bunch of people out murdering people in the streets, but they're deciding whether someone jaywalked or not in the process. And so it's like, okay, well, yeah, he committed murder, but we're all committing murder. But I think he jaywalked. And he's on that. He's on the other team, so uh, we're going to stop him from jaywalking. 
and that's really in my mind what what what's happening here. So no, you're absolutely right. But um, but thanks for calling in. Thanks for having me on, Spike. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Call in whenever. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, that's my answer to that. Um, uh, let me see what's in the comments here. Um, Tom Arnold says, "Are you fully prepared to be the first Jewish president if Furman were to get stuck on one of his time trips? What would a purely Spike administration looks like?" The, to, the, you know, I we we talked about this actually, Tom, uh, at Waffle House uh, two days ago. I will be a heartbeat away. And in fact, when he is away on his time travel, I will technically be president. Now, again, he can come right back. Uh, and I may be joining him at times, which is when, uh, you know, King Reginald, uh, the janitor of the Supreme Court, will be in charge of the country. Uh, but but when I am here and Berman is not here, uh, I will be president. And if he did get stuck, I would be president moving forward. Now, again, once he got unstuck, he could just come back to a second before he left, but let's not overthink this. He could go away and then I'd be president. And I think that's the meat of your question. What would a purely spike administration look like? And a follow-up question was, would there be regular salsa dances in the white house? That actually answers your first question. My administration would look like a lot of salsa dancing. Uh, it would look like the free pony pl- program being absolutely uh, streamrolled and uh, and and accelerated to uh, total pony parity. Pony parity being, of course, when there are as many ponies as people. Uh, also within the first hundred days of my administration. That's my promise to you. And anyone who tells you that that's completely unrealistic hates you, hates America. And hates the future of this country for you and your children. So I hope that answered that question. Uh, Chris Reynolds says, everyone votes party line. Clinton absolutely committed perjury and obstructed justice. The Senate didn't convict him. Exactly. Uh, Trump always has that 40 to 42% regardless of what happens. That's exactly correct. And he really only needs as little as 45% in the right areas uh to 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 win uh, it, it, i don't think he could he could get much less than that um and still win uh but yeah i mean he really only needs outside of his most rabid supporters which are roughly 40 to 41 42 maybe 43 percent of the vote he only needs two or three more percent maybe four or five more percent to win and that's not a tough road to hoe for him especially if in this time democrats are you know bludgeoning their front runner who remains their front runner remember joe biden was gonna be done by now he was gonna be absolutely finished we weren't gonna have no more joe biden we were gonna get behind bernie sanders no i mean elizabeth warren no i mean kamala harris no i mean cory booker no i mean pete Buttigieg. guess what joe biden's still in the front running and here's the other thing. Most voters, most primary voters, aren't really paying attention yet. They're going to show up on election day. We saw this with Donald Trump. They asked people why they voted for him. And a lot of people said they voted for him in the primary because he, he was the only one they'd ever heard of. Which means they had not really closely been following things. You have enough of those people who are going to show up and go, Oh, Joe Biden. Yeah, he was Barack Obama's vice president. I'm going to go with him. I remember him for eight years. He seemed okay. I think he's going to get it. 
and after years of the most the, the voters you absolutely need in the general to do all the that you know it's one thing to say you'll vote for someone it's another thing to actually go door to door and hand out pamphlets and make phone calls and donate and volunteer and you know uh, you know blood give blood sweat and tears to this campaign that's not going to happen joe biden is hillary clinton with a penis and a long history of really really troubling statements that even back then were kind of cringy and now are just seen as unacceptable. And a bunch of Democrats who have been running against him, calling him everything from a segregationist to a rapist to everything else, and now and a, and a, you know a closet Republican, and now they gotta they gotta line up and go, oh no, actually he's the best one for the job. I don't see that happening. I see uh, again if uh, if this is not one of the timelines where you pick me and Vermin Supreme as the as the Libertarian nominee, and I'm speaking directly to the delegates right now. In all 50 states. It's a lesser of two evils option here. That's not fair because Vermin Supreme is not evil. In any capacity. So it's really an evil versus good option. You can have Vermin Supreme and me in the White House. Abolishing Congress. Impeaching all of the Supreme Court. Replacing it with the janitor. Giving you ponies giving you cheesy bread, killing Hitler, killing Woodrow Wilson. I'll even kill Stalin. I'll kill baby Stalin. Maybe even baby Lenin. I don't know. Again, depends on what we can get through the legislature. Or you can have former years of Donald Trump. The choice seems clear to me, but I can't make that choice for you. Not in this timeline. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. So... Uh, uh, Liz Bell gave me a link, which doing a live show, but I'll go look at this. What is this? Yeah, no, we, we just talked about that, Liz, uh, about the thing, but thank you for letting me know. Uh, but the, uh, House of Representatives has voted to impeach Donald Trump. Let's see what we got over here. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Chris Reynolds said, well said, Spike. Thank you. Chris Reynolds, personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. Where is your... Do I not have you here? I don't have my Chris Reynolds. Where's my Chris Reynolds? Oh, it's in the other room. I don't have my Chris Reynolds and I feel naked now. I now know what it's like when Adam um, and Eve with the thing with the apple. And then uh, God said, you're naked. And they realized in that moment they were naked and they felt ashamed. That's how I feel now. So let's see what other questions we have here. Uh, oh, so the question was asked, how do you how do you plan to address the fact that Vermin is a leftist and you are a capitalist? That's actually the intention. In order to win the Libertarian Party nomination and have any hope of, of reaching out to the rest of voters, uh, and our main core of voters are going to be uh, across the spectrum of voters that are completely disenfranchised and it actually dove, we are, our, our policies dovetail well with each other because we are both anarchists and both libertarians. Um, the fact that we may have uh, minor differences of opinion as to what a post-state society will look like is largely irrelevant because we don't live in a post-state society. It's like arguing over, you know, you're, you're, it's like serving a life sentence and arguing about what kind of car you're going to get 
when you're gonna when you get out. You're not getting out. You got to get out first, and then you can figure out what kind of car you get, or what kind of shoes you get, or whatever. Um, so the the whole thing with vermin is that, and and and, and between the, the the left libertarians and right libertarians, we all agree that where we're headed is wrong. And if we all agree on that, then let's work towards a point where we can actually work out our subtle disagreements as to what a post-state society uh, would look like, or or even a society with a smaller state. Let's get to that, and then we can work on that then. Um, also, uh, uh, it, it, it feeds into um, it feeds into bridging the divide that's in the party right now. The big divide used to be between anarchists and minarchists, and that's still there. But the biggest divide right now is between the left and the right. And we're not going to agree on everything. We're not going to agree on our preferences. But that's ultimately what you're agreeing on, what you're disagreeing on. Once you remove coercion, you're just arguing preference. And if you're still arguing for coercion, then you need to check whether you're a libertarian or not. So that's what I would say to that. And uh, and we're going to see. You know, uh, people were concerned about uh, how friendly the uh, how friendly the Supreme campaign was going to be to capitalists and right libertarians. Well, I am a capitalist and a right libertarian, so that answers that. And I'm an outspoken one, too, um, so that answers that. Uh, question, uh, what kind of headwear will you be wearing? So, uh, interesting question. The short answer is that I don't really plan on wearing headwear, but I need to do something with my hair situation because there's a there's a situation here with my hair. It doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look good got an issue with my edges starting to have a little thing back here i don't want to talk about got to really figure out what we're going to do with that an easy thing to do is to wear a little kippa a yarmulke i could do that it seems kind of disingenuous for me to start doing that right after announcing that i'm running for vice president it just seems a little just a little bit pandery it's just a little like, oh, you waited till you were balding in the back and, and running for vice president, and now suddenly, you know, you're wearing a kippah. Like, no, 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 it's a total coincidence. I'm so Jewish. So we're going to figure out. We're going to figure that out. Uh, but as of right now, no headwear. Um, there was some confusion with some of my followers who thought that uh, you actually have to wear a, a boot if you're a vermin supporter. Uh, as far as I understand, only the president wears the boot. Only President Vermin wears the, the actual boot. The only law that we actually have is that you have to brush your teeth. And God help you if you don't. We only have law and law, but it is strongly enforced. So get right to that. And floss, too. You only get one set of teeth. Well, I mean, when you're an adult. So, you know, get get good with that. Uh, can you explain the badger? It's literally just a, a badger. It's just a badger. I mean, I, I can I explain a badger? Sure. The, the badgers are short-legged omnivores in the, the family Mustelidae, which also includes uh, otters, polecats, weasels, and ferrets, uh, and Mephititidae, which includes skunks. Uh, they are a polyphyletic group. And they are not a natural taxonomic grouping. Not a natural taxonomic grouping. 
the badger. It's just a badger. It's the policy is, <coughs> excuse me, a badger. It's just, it's it's literally just a badger. There's you know I know people keep you know hey, but what about the no? It's a badger. It's just the badger. By the way, speaking of badgers, here's your every few minutes I bring this up. Uh, if you're looking to help the homeless and the vermin supreme campaign, I have a great offer for you. We have a ton of these toothbrushes, single packaging toothbrush toothbrushes that we're going to be giving away to the homeless. Uh, with Vermin Supreme's signature on it. Uh, if you want to be a part of helping with this and with the Vermin Supreme campaign, the Supreme Spike 2020 campaign, uh, all you have to do is you can donate $10 to paypal.me slash spikecohen, and we will put your name here. We'll put courtesy of whatever your name is or whatever you want us to write there. Uh, maybe you want us to write a little message. It's not very, it's not a big space, but we can write something there from you. Uh, and that will be given away to the homeless in the Myrtle Beach area. Um, as part of a care package. And then, uh, so that's if you do $10. And $5 of that will go to the Pony Up for Vermin Supreme campaign, which is our presidential and vice presidential campaign. And then the other $5 will go towards Dignity, Dignity Mission, which is a, or Dignity Ministry, which is a, uh, a local charity that helps with the homeless uh, in the uh, greater Myrtle Beach area. Uh, and if you give $20 or more, to paypal.me slash spike cohen we'll actually mail one of these to you and i'll sign it right here vp spike cohen so you'll have that for posterity you'll be able to say i helped the vice president the president and vice president get into the white house that's why we have all these ponies with guns on them because of me see i have proof of it with this here toothbrush uh and so we will uh mail that to you so you'll actually have this toothbrush and of that twenty dollars uh, or more, uh, after the cost of shipping it to you, the, uh, half will go to our campaign and the other half will go to dignity ministry, uh, again, helping the homeless in the local Myrtle beach area. So, I mean, you want to talk about birds with two, uh, with one stone, you're, you're great, two great causes with one donation. Hmm. So paypal.me slash spike Cohen. Um, let's see some more questions we have here. Uh, oh, Tom Arnold asks, uh, will you be participating in any VP debates? Uh, sure. Yeah. I don't know of any, I, I, my understanding is that there's one in Minnesota or they're, they're trying to organize one in Minnesota on March 28th. I'm not sure that I'll be able to be at that, uh, because I plan to be in Alabama on the 27th for their convention. And I'm not sure how feasible that is, but ultimately, yeah. I mean, I'm I love it. I'd love to do that. Uh, the uh, uh, you know who, who the, all the other declared candidates uh, like John. Uh, I love John, by the way, John Phillips Jr. Uh, I really love. Um, I joked that uh, our can our our debate may be just a series of us agreeing uh, arguing over uh, which one agrees with the other more. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, I'd absolutely love to participate in VP debates. I'm available to give speeches. Uh, I think a lot of what, where I'd be best suited is in Q and a with, with audience members, either with audience members or just talking directly, you know, face to face with people. I think that's really the best way to get the message out and to talk to people is to press the old flesh, make some fleshy connections there in the, uh, 
Conference Center. Conference Center flesh connections and, uh, you know, answering whatever questions you guys have for me. I think that'll be best. But yeah, any debates is, is great. Tom says, shave your head. Well, nature's doing that for me slowly, friend. So, huh, uh, planning to hold on to this as much as I can. I do pledge I'm not going to wait as long as Giuliani did where like he had that freaking ridiculous comb over that came way like oh, from here to near. I'm not, no. Um, that I won't do. I say that now. I hope I'll have the dignity at that time to just get hair plugs. I hope. Um, Chris Reynolds says, flossing is a step too far, sir. Well, listen, if you want to have healthy teeth, you have to follow the legal process. I don't make these rules. Now, as vice president, I will help make these rules. That will actually be a rule that I do make. So, uh, Chris Reynolds says, what's the difference between a badger and a beaver? There's a damn big difference, huh? 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 I don't know. A a beaver has like the flat, that flat tail that it uses to pat down the dirt on the, uh, on the old logs there when it's making its little beaver dam. Badgers, I believe, do not have that. Beavers also have the, I don't really know of the big differences, but it's just a badger. It's just a badger. Um, see what other questions we've got here. Um, uh, just Sam Jekov said a bunch of things that I'm not sure. I'm not sure what those mean. Nano state life, motorcycle riding, the badger explains itself, which is true. That's correct. I don't. The badger doesn't need me to explain it. Uh, I'll be there. Come home, baby. Good point. Excellent point there. Um, and uh, let's see what else. So, yeah, so here are some more follower questions. Uh, uh, oh, here's one. It is very possible that Vermin could get 5 or even 15% of the vote if he were the Libertarian Party nominee for president. But then we'll be known as the party that ran the guy with the boot on his head forever. What are we supposed to do then? That is an excellent question. And it's probably, in my mind, the one of the biggest and most legitimate oppositions I've heard about Vermin is even if you buy into the idea that we can run this, you know, campaign where we say, hey, look, you know, you're so disgusted with the system. Let's vote for, you know, a guy with a boot on his head who wants to give you free ponies and a sidekick who wants to give you cheesy bread. Um, and is suddenly wearing a yarmulke for some reason. Um, you know, okay, great. We did that and we got, we got the 5% we want. For those who don't know, 5% gives us automatic national, uh, ballot access and other things that make it a lot easier, uh, in the future for libertarians to, 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 to run at every level. But then what? Okay. So we, we, let's say we, we got 5%. Let's say we got 15%. Now, of course, we know that we're going to get elected to the White House, literally to the White House, in a landslide, a landslide election. But let's say we don't. Let's say we get 5, 10, 
And let's say now we didn't win. We did great. We did better, way better than anyone else ever did. But now, now what? Well, here's the thing, guys. All politics is theater. And all good theater has a good narrative and a good storyline. Here is the storyline behind the Vermin Supreme campaign. The Supreme, sorry, the Supreme Spike campaign. Let me show you that one again. The Supreme Spike 2020 campaign. Let me not exclude myself from this because this is our campaign now. And this is literally happening. And is a real thing. When, when that happens, here, here is the narrative behind, behind the Supreme Spike 2020 campaign. All politicians lie to you. And we all know it. We joke about it. We grouse about it. We get upset about it. We're about to hang out with a bunch of relatives, either in Hanukkah or Christmas or Kwanzaa or New Year's or whatever else. And if politics comes up, inevitably everyone's going to be screaming at each other. And the only thing that all of us can agree on is that politicians lie. They literally get up during campaign season and make you ridiculous promises that you already know aren't going to happen. Donald Trump said he was going to eliminate the national debt, not just the deficit, but the national debt in eight years. And of course, since he's come in, he's actually increased the national debt by like 40, by like, what, 20 or 30%. He's increased it by like $4 trillion. And when you talk to people and say, you know, that's a lie, people go, yeah, it's a lie, but I like the lie. So here's the thing. Politicians lie to you. They openly lie to you. You know they're lying to you. You know your side's politicians are lying to you. You know their side's politicians are lying to you. And I say your side and their side, but the reality is the majority of eligible voters do not vote because they know that the politicians are just lying and that it's a waste of time to vote for them because they're just going to do whatever they want. And the punchline to those jokes that they tell, to those lies... If we're, if we're going to call it a joke, the punchline to those is what they actually do to you once they get into office. The same thing they all do. They give you endless war. They give you endless theft through taxes and regulations and codes and laws and regulations. And they give you endless caging of peaceful people for engaging in voluntary commerce. Millions of people in cages. They give you you know, we talk about caging people as like an abstract thing. Every single year, millions of years of life are destroyed for selling plants or, you know, selling sex and all sorts of other stuff. Victimless crimes that didn't actually hurt anyone. They're just things that politicians wrote on a sheet of paper that you shouldn't be allowed to do unless you get special permission from them and give them a piece of it. And that's that's one of the punchlines of, of their, their joke, of the lies that they tell you. And what else? All of the terrible, you know, you just run through all the reasons that you're either a libertarian or for whatever reason you don't vote Republican or Democrat. And they lie, and they lie, and they lie, and they lie, and they lie. And they treat the system like a joke because if there's any other third party or independent people who want to actually try to tell you the truth, 
They use ballot access laws and all sorts of other things, other infringements to make it nearly impossible for them to get on the stage, much less actually even be able to win an election. So they've treated the whole thing like a joke. So we're going to treat them like a joke. And so we're going to now vote for a guy. If we're going to, if we're going to have a bunch of clowns, if all we have to vote for is a bunch of clowns, we want the clown with the boot on his head. If we want people to, if we're going to only be given a choice to vote for people who give us empty promises, then we're going to vote for the one who promises, uh, you know, ponies and cheesy bread and badgers and guns on your ponies and cheesy bread on your badgers and killing baby Hitler and a bunch of other stuff that we're totally going to do once we get elected. And once you, once you've done that, once you've made that vote and brought in tons of people, and even before the election, brought in tons of people to libertarianism, saying, this is our way of thumbing our nose to the whole thing. People that would no sooner vote Republican or Democrat, but definitely don't want to vote for a warmed over Republican or Democrat calling themselves a libertarian. Here is someone, and may not be interested in hearing someone who is a principled libertarian, who is giving principled libertarian talking points, but because almost in spite of the fact that they are polished and serious and seem serious, say, no, they just sound like another politician lying to you. But we bring them in with a message of, hey, everyone, we're going to give you free ponies. And then if they dig a little deeper, they actually hear. Because Vermin takes his boot off all the time. I'm right now not talking about ponies or anything else. We're talking about serious stuff. And after getting them in with that message, after getting free earned media, with a message that is so absurd that they have to cover it. So they can say, hey, look at this big joke. And then we go in, we take the clown nose off for a second, say something serious, and get them in with that. That is more powerful than anything anyone else can do. And however we do in the election, whether we win the general election, if we get nominated, or if we don't win the general election, we will have brought in more people to libertarianism than anyone else could have because of the satirical and funny and playful nature of how we're doing this. Not despite it, but because of it. And now that you have many, many people who have bought into this, now you can say, if we don't get elected in the general election, now you can say, okay, now that we have your attention, we're going to talk to you about the next candidate that we have. And if we, and, and, and I'm sure Vermin will be there supporting them along the way as well. Assuming, again, that we don't get elected, which we will. That's our message, and I think that it's a compelling message. I think it's the best message that's out there. It's why I got onto the campaign. It's why I'm running as vice president, because I think this man... Oh, and another thing. We talk about youth engagement. Vermin Supreme has roughly 80% of the mentions. He has five over nearly 5 million mentions on TikTok, and he has... Twitter follower numbers and Facebook follower numbers that are comparable to some of the Democratic Party candidates and way higher than any of the Republicans running except for Trump. Way higher than any other libertarian running or even thinking of running. We talk about Lincoln Chafee, who's got name recognition. Nothing even close to Vermin. So Vermin's actually the pragmatic choice. If your whole thing is, well, we need name recognition, name recognition, name recognition, well, that's Vermin. Easily. Not even close. No one can dispute that he has, in some cases, several orders of magnitude higher, exponentially higher numbers of followers. 
and he has an, I mean, we, we jokingly call it Vermin's Child Army. He has this, this huge number of young followers, anything from as young as 10 to as old as 25 and 30, youthful followers. And not all of them are going to be eligible to vote, although some of them will be by next year. Not all of them are eligible, but some of them will be. But by the next cycle, a lot of them will be. All those uh, 12 and 13-year-olds, they'll be old enough to vote, to vote by 2024. And they will have been following vermin. Not chafy, not, and I love a lot of these other candidates, but not these other candidates. Because right now they don't want to hear that. They want to see this fun guy do this cool, funny stuff. They don't even want to hear from the Democrats or the Republicans. I mean, on TikTok, Vermin is almost as popular as Bernie Sanders. On TikTok. Who else is anywhere near Bernie Sanders in the libertarian camp? The rest of them combined are. And again, I love, these are people I love. You're not going to hear me speaking bad about them. This is a sheer numbers thing when it comes to just levels of, of reach and popularity that Vermin has with his persona and his message. And if we can yellow pill them or libertarian pill them into the movement as kids so that by the time they're they're ready to, to they're old enough to vote they're already been volunteering they've already been helping they've already been talking their parents ear off as to why they should be voting libertarian in my mind it's 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 a no-brainer and it feeds into a narrative a a, a political theater narrative of they lied to you. They treated you like a joke. Let's treat them like a joke by voting for the funniest clown in the bunch. And now you're going to take us seriously. Us being those voters, those disenfranchised voters, the something like 50 or 60% of eligible voters that do not vote. And us, the libertarians, the libertarian party. That's my message. So what else do we got here? Uh, Supreme Spike 2020 sounds like a porno movie. Is that intentional or coincidental? Well, let me ask you that. Does this look like porn? Actually, you know what? Don't answer that. Don't answer that. Uh, Jacob is over in uh, Float just losing it. Loving my playable strategy, strategy as he calls it. Um, let's see. Um... Chris Reynolds, politicians lie. Spike is a politician. So listen, I have your face somewhere. Okay? I would never lie to you. I would never lie to you. Not about something like arming your pony that I that I just gave you for free. Okay? So let's not let's not do that. Let's not do that. Uh Fotini Henderson says, and your nips. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fotini Henderson also says, what are you lying about? I'm not. That's my point. I'd never lie to you. That's my point. So guys, if you're just tuning in, again, a great way to help the homeless and the Vermin Supreme campaign. Uh, we're giving away, we have a ton of these signed toothbrush, toothbrushes that we're giving away to the homeless. Uh, if you donate, let me put up the link. If you donate uh, $10 uh, to paypal.me slash Spike Cohen, uh, we will put your name on this toothbrush, uh, courtesy of, or a message, or really, we'll put whatever you want there. And um, 
when we give it away to the homeless person. And of that $10 donation, $5 will go towards uh, the Vermin Supreme campaign, the Supreme Spike 2020 campaign, I'm sorry. Uh, and then the other half will go towards uh, Dignity Ministry, uh, which helps the uh, homeless in the local Myrtle Beach area of South Carolina. Uh, and if you give $20 or more, we will actually, I will sign this along with Vermin, who already signed it, and uh, and give and mail it to you so that you will have this to preserve, to show to your, your loved ones and your closest friends and your children and their children, something you can, you can bequeath down. This will be your property, your inviolable property, your toothbrush that no one can take from you because you have a right to your toothbrush that you got for free with a donation of $20 or more. And of that $20 or more donation, after the cost of shipping it to you, the half of it will be sent to the Supreme Spike 2020 campaign. The other half, of course, sent to Dignity Ministry to help the homeless in the local Myrtle Beach area. So I think that, that was all of the questions that I have. So yeah, so guys, uh, if you have any other questions, you have any requests, you want me to come on your your podcast or you want to call me, to ask any questions uh if you have any if you're a delegate or thinking of becoming a delegate uh another big thing if you want to become a delegate in your state because here's the thing we don't have a primary the libertarian party does not have a primary the way that we pick our candidate uh our our, our nominee for uh president and vice president is that delegate each state selects delegates elects delegates and then those delegates go to austin uh on may 20th uh right may 20th uh or hold on they go to um, they go to Austin, Texas, uh, May twenty first through twenty fifth of next year, and a uh, thousand and forty six total delegates will select who the nominee is. And so, if you want to help us uh, and find out how you can become a delegate in your state, uh, be sure to reach out to us at Vermin Supreme twenty twenty or reach out to me directly. Um, and uh, if you are a delegate or thinking about becoming a delegate and you're on the fence about who to support, uh, feel free to reach out to me and or Vermin. Um, and uh, we'll answer whatever questions and concerns you have. And if you'd like to come on and become a part of the team, VerminSupreme2020.com or uh, reach out to me. Oh, or go to Spike2020.com to see my uh, Libertarian Vice Presidential uh, website. It's a real fun thing that got made for me. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's uh, that is my message for you today, friends. Uh, final thoughts by me. Usually we have a final thoughts part, but I guess these were all my final thoughts because I'm me. I was already giving my thoughts. Um, but yeah, be sure to reach out if you have any questions. Um, Serotonin says, well, I'm going to write you guys in if you don't get the nomination, but you will. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate it. I've had a lot of people reaching out saying that, uh, saying that they're going to, they're going to support us regardless. So I appreciate that. Uh, Chris Reynolds says, is that a gerbil? This is a badger. This is a, oh, you mean behind vermin? That's me. That's a Jew. Uh, and then behind me is the badger. It's a multi-layered image there. So guys, thanks for tuning in to this very first vice presidential edition of My Fellow Americans. Not sure if we're going to have a Christmas episode. We might. 
I'd like to, but I'm not sure. We may have company. So I'm not sure if we're going to have a vice presidential episode. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a New Year's Day episode. So this could very well be the last episode of my fellow Americans of this decade. This decade. So it's a big deal. This could be the very last time I am signing out of my fellow Americans for the decade. So it's a pretty big deal. Uh, We may also not have a, a Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. Again, we're not sure. Pretty sure we won't be doing anything New Year's Eve. Not sure about Christmas Eve. So this may be the first time that, or the last time for this year and this decade uh, that Muddy Waters Media will have any uh, programming for you. So, um, but we will see. We will definitely keep you in the loop on that. Uh, if we don't hear from you, if we don't, if you don't hear from us between now and then, have a happy Hanukkah, a happy Kwanzaa, a Merry Christmas. If the, if uh, I don't think there's any Muslim holidays during this time, but have a great time as a Muslim at the end of December. The, the Zoroastrians, I don't know, whatever, whatever you got, just have a great time with loved ones and with yourself for the rest of this year and decade uh, and have a happy new year and a, a happy new year's Eve and a happy new year's day. And uh, yeah, Libertarian Dad bought. 12 bucks shipped. Be sure to get that at libertariandadbod.com to get the Libertarian Dadbod calendar. Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. Be sure to join that. Go. It's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash LPWHC or just look up Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus on uh, Facebook and be sure to join that to be a part of our growing Liberty Waffle family. Supreme Spike 2020. VerminSupreme2020.com. This is real. For those who have asked me, no, I am not kidding. Yes, we're really doing this. I'll see you at your state's convention. I love you very much. Thank you for being a part of this show. Talk to you soon. And God bless you. Put a cease to the crimes Put an ease to the minds like mine 
Sometimes darkness is all I find You know what they say about an eye for an eye And a time with the blind leave the blind Who am I to deny I would cry when a loved one dies I recognize that body outside Full of holes in the body that was alive Now they find me with chalk outline Find out how but you never know why It ain't even make it to the news at night It ain't even make it to the news at night That's why she's just a mother. 